0: some of this Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. No running in the hallway.
1: Welcome to the spook house everybody. It is good to be back. So today I have a very special guest I have with me my friend Dakota from the fat and spicy YouTube channel. Say what's up.
2: What's going on man?
1: (laughs) Oh nothing. Thanks for doing this man. Of
2: course. I've been excited ever since uh, you mentioned it. It's been a while since I've gotten to just kind of shoot the shit about some movies and especially you know we talked once a while back specifically about horror and I uh, I've dipped my toes into the horror world, Uh, so I was excited with this homework assignment you gave me of uh, some of these classic horror movies that I had never (sighs) seen before.
1: Yeah, so you're not a traditional horror fan by any means. Like you like horror movies, but there's just a lot that you've haven't seen.
2: Yeah, which is across the board for most movies. Like there's I love very specific movies, and I don't know that I love them until they come across my path. If that makes sense. Yeah. So there's a lot of like traditional movies that like everyone has seen that I've yet to see. And so of course for me, Oh yeah. Yeah. So of course in the horror world, I mean, you know, same thing where there's a bunch of traditional movies that whenever I tell someone that's my, or I haven't seen it before, it just blows their
1: mind. I mean, you just watched Halloween for the first time. Exactly.
2: And that's, <laughs> that's not crazy. only not only did I just watch the original, you know, Halloween for the first time, but that's the first of any of the Halloween movies that really? I've ever seen. I've not seen a single Halloween movie until what you, you know, just told me to watch.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll uh we'll we'll talk about them later. <laughs> um So, yeah, you used to have a movie podcast?
2: Yeah, so we did uh for a little over a year we had the Idiot Review podcast where it essentially focused on, you know, new releases for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, we dabbled a little bit and like uh, we, we would get together and decide on a genre or just pick a movie that maybe one of us hadn't seen. But for the most part, it was new releases. And then, of course, you know, once COVID hit, a lot of uh, new releases stopped coming out, you know, so frequently. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, put a, you know, put a stick in the spokes yeah. of that. So, uh, but like I said, you know, it's been a little while, but I'm, I'm just excited to, you know, come and talk about movies again. Yeah, cool, man.
1: So. Well, after Idiot Review went on hiatus, um, you started a YouTube channel with your dad. Yep. Fat and Spicy, PH Fat. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been doing that?
2: So we actually just passed a year. So what are we at today? We're in August now. So the beginning of July, we just passed a year, Um, which is funny because it was another one of those things. I think a lot of people picked up, um, you know, little COVID projects or COVID, um, you know, uh, side hustles or whatever it was, you know, just something that they'd always wanted to do. They had a lot more time on their hands. And You were like,
1: I want to eat some hot sauce. Well, the funny,
2: (laughs) the funny thing about that, a little bit of backstory is that I really did not like hot sauce. I'm not a big hot sauce fan. My dad is a hot sauce fan. He's always loved spicy, uh, you know, food. He's loved, um, hot sauces, all, you know, the whole gambit. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we, we thought it'd be fun to do it together because because I didn't like hot sauces and I specifically don't I don't have a high heat tolerance. Okay. And so, of course, that always makes it more enjoyable just to watch someone squirm around in pain, you know, doing something that they're uncomfortable with. So now that it's been a year into it, I, I will say I love hot sauces. And I think my tolerance has gone up a little bit at least, but it's still nowhere near like the. The Pepper yeah. Heads and stuff out there that take it seriously. The
1: Pepper Heads? Is yep. that what they call them?
2: Chili Heads, Pepper Heads. <laughs> um, there's other... We call them Heat Seekers. We call other okay, of our followers right. like Heat Seekers, stuff like that. So there's a whole, you know, gambit of names for them.
1: Yeah, I've been following the channel for a while now. I never reached out and told you I've been watching all the videos, but I've... I started watching them like kind of in the early days, and watched you guys yeah. progress. And I'm I'm watching the channel grow. And you're at about almost 900 subscribers right yeah, now.
2: Yeah, we are just about to to touch 900 subscribers, so it's very exciting. And
1: you're gonna do something special whenever you hit a thousand.
2: Once we hit a thousand subscribers, we will be pepper spraying each other in the <laughs> well, face. Dude, that's so crazy. my father, you know, he he um is ex an ex police officer. So he's had to go through this before, um, you know, in, in uh, base or not basic, what do they call it? Like the Academy yeah. and um, training. So he's had to get hit with pepper spray before, but it's been, I mean, probably 20 plus years, 25 years. And so there's a lot of things that he remembers and still thinks that he can, or he thinks that he can handle now, like he did then. Right. So he's not sweating it too much. I mean, he remembers it being painful, but he thinks he can get through it. And then I've never experienced pepper spray whatsoever. So, uh, I really don't know how this is going to go, but we knew in the beginning that we really wanted to put something special out there for the followers, you know, just for, for this first kind of milestone that we hit. Yeah. And so we figured what better way, you know, to, to do it than to just pepper spray each other in the face.
1: Well, I have been pepper sprayed when I was like eight or nine. Like some of the neighborhood kids <laughs> got into my mom's purse and found yeah. her pepper spray. And one oh, of the kids man. was like, what's this do? You just press it like that. and yep. It just went right into my eyes. Oh, and so, uh, any pointers? <laughs> um, Don't dude, do it. I just started like squealing <laughs> yeah. in pain. I mean, it, especially as a young kid, you just never felt that level of pain. i oh, just I'm remember sure. Everything went red and it yeah. just obviously burned really bad so yeah i don't have any pointers for you but whenever you reach a thousand i look forward to watching that (laughs) video so to everybody listening hit up fat and spicy on youtube ph fat and please hit subscribe.
2: Yeah, we greatly. Well, see here's the thing, we we appreciate it and also yeah. at the same time it's like it gets us closer to this painful experience. So, you know, it feels weird to say we appreciate it because at the same time we almost don't appreciate it. But yeah, you know, we we love, you know, growing the fat and spicy family, so anyone that follows, you know, we we greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And and that just being the first of many milestones. I already have some things in the back of my mind for, you know, 2,000, 3,000. So, it's just going to get crazier and crazier as it goes.
1: Um. So, what is pepper spray? I mean, compared to like the Bomb or yeah. one of the more intense hot sauces, how much of a... Is, is it extract?
2: So, you know, that's a or... good question. I, I honestly have not researched it a lot. I know it is... Like it's not, you know, based off of like habanero or jalapeno. It's not based off of like a strictly a pepper. It just uses capsaicin, which is what gives a pepper its heat. So they broke, I guess they just broke down, I would assume peppers. I don't know how else you would extract or just grow capsaicin, but uh-huh. they, they just take the chemical compound of capsaicin and I guess they, you know, they mix it with other liquids, you know, in order to turn it into a, like an aerosol spray Yeah, and then use it that way.
1: So there's never been a pepper head that's like sprayed a something with mace and ate it?
2: You know, I have not seen that. I'm sure there's someone out there. I'll you know, tell you <laughs> I'll tell you something I did see crazy was I saw someone recently take a pepper, like a very hot hot sauce. It might have been a pepper extract sauce, and they, they poured it onto like that cotton in their vape. And then oh I did see that. Yeah, and yeah. so then they heated it up and so vaped it.
1: Vape which Mace.
2: I can't imagine oh my pulling God. that into your lungs. I Oof. I can't be healthy for you. I don't know I don't know what the reaction was. I mean, I know in the video it wasn't good, so I don't know what the long-term repercussions are, but yeah. that can't be healthy for you.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you've uh, had experience with the hot sauce for a year now. And on one of your recent videos, I heard you kind of throw out a theory. You were like I'm going to let the hot sauce sit in my mouth for like 30 seconds so my stomach doesn't do all the Yeah. So explain your your theory here.
2: Yeah. So I'll I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So um, when you're dealing with really hot hot sauces, usually your general hot sauces, like they don't they're not too bad on the body. You know, usually you do get that warmth in your stomach, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, and it might be a little uncomfortable the next day going to the bathroom, depending on how hot the hot sauce is. But once you get to a certain level of hot, of, of heat of Scoville units, um, you know, I'd say around the couple million range somewhere around there. Okay. Um, you get what's called the cap cramps or capsaicin cramps. And it's because mammals in general, animals in general are not meant to, to digest capsaicin. Like your, your body literally rejects it. And that's why a couple other things happen as well. Like when you eat it, um, you, a lot of times you'll see us get the hiccups. And it's because yeah. like your, um, your diaphragm is cr- literally cramping because, again, it doesn't – the body doesn't know how to process it. And oh. so once it finally hits the stomach, you get what's called the capsaicin cramps or the cap cramps. And it feels like – I mean it feels like a cramp like anywhere else but it's in your stomach. It's these sharp stabbing pains. Um, I've had it really twice – actually about three times now. And, I mean, you just feel like your world is ending. You, you.
1: <laughs> the last time you were here and we did the bomb, yeah. which is an extract yep. sauce. i put sauce in quotes. That exactly, shit is like yeah. <laughs> something that came out of the devil's asshole. Exactly, um, yeah.
2: Sauce is, is very loosely so used. So
1: <laughs> when I ate the bomb like, I, and you guys left, I was laying on the couch and it really hit like 20, 30 minutes later. It felt like something was eating a hole in my stomach and my stomach was like convulsing. And I was just laying there like almost crying, dude. I was like, what the fuck? This is not normal. It's
2: especially if you don't know it's coming. it, It gives you a little bit of solace to know that other people go through it, I think.
1: Well, how is it that some people on hot ones eat the bomb and they're just like
2: oh, I don't know. I, I truly, I truly don't know. And I mean, everyone's tolerance is different. There's actually like, I know there's a guy right now. Um, I think his name he goes by the Atomic Menace. Uh, he has a channel on YouTube, and I think he does has other platforms as well. But this guy once ate 120, I believe it was Carolina Reaper peppers back to back. Oh my god! And he just doesn't express any any feeling. It's like he just doesn't his body doesn't react to it. So I mean there's always going to be anomalies. Yeah. But but yeah, so again, so the the cap cramps like I mean you felt it, you know, at least a little bit. Yeah. So the the worst that we had was a challenge called the tube of terror. And on on that they use a bunch of different peppers ground up into dust and they put it on these these nuts. It's a tube of nuts. <sighs> and on top of that, they use in the in the most recent one what they use is a 16 million scoville uh, pure capsaicin crystal so going back to like what they use in pepper spray they have it crystallized oh, and they put it on the on the nuts and so you eat that and again it's just the worst pain that you've ever felt in your stomach uh, there's been one instance where my dad uh, the first time he experienced it he, he called me a little bit later and he thought he needed to go to the emergency room he was like I think I might need you to come back and take me to the to, the, to the ER and I Unfortunately, he called me and I was like, "Look, I can't come pick you up because I'm feeling the same thing right now." Cause you know, I was he was at his house, I was at my house. We both experienced pretty much the same thing. Just uh, unfortunately, you're trying to make yourself throw up. Yeah, um, which Ooh. apparently I've talked to a lot of other people who do this kind of thing, and that's the key is like right after you eat these things, they make themselves throw up. Yeah, which, that doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah, which either. isn't good. Which, yeah. but me nor my dad are able to make ourselves throw up. Like, and we've tried everything, and we just can't do it. It's a bunch of like dry heaving. Same here. I, yeah, I, so I never could. It's a miserable time. So in the end, we just you know deal with it. But to tie tie that back into what you were saying about the theory of keeping it in my mouth. So after a couple times of experiencing those cap cramps really bad, and just kind of. Using a little bit of logic and thinking probably long term, I would imagine it's not great for your stomach to just go through that over and over. Yeah. Um, More recently, I've started taking the challenges and just, you know, putting them in my mouth, you know, if it's, um, you know, hot sauce or if it's, you know, one of the spicy challenges and um, just letting it sit there, like really getting it around the mouth, kind of swishing it around, coating the whole mouth in it. And then, um, you know, after 30 seconds, sometimes a minute, sometimes longer, you know, then I'll spit it out just so that I don't have to go through all the misery of it sitting in my stomach. Okay. So for views and viewership, I mean, people still want to see you in pain. So, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm trying to like, <laughs> I don't care if my mouth's in pain. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep the hot sauce in my mouth and I'll let it, you know, I'll let the pain build up. But it's not like we have video cameras on ourselves, you know, a couple hours later when we are in the bathroom, just experiencing hell. So I was like, you what's the point? Yeah, maybe we should, maybe yeah. that's what we're really missing. <laughs>
1: well, I maybe mean, not like on the toilet, but you know, <laughs> yeah. sometime later be like- on- an hour later, like your dad on the phone, like Dakota, come pick me up, take me to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> like- There's
2: been several moments <laughs> that I definitely wish we had gotten on camera because um, there was another time for me that I oh, I drove myself to the hospital as well after eating a, um, a dehydrated Carolina Reaper pepper. I ate it. And then the same thing. It was just the, the most severe cramps I had in my stomach. I was literally sweating from like head to toe. I felt like every pore of my body was just sweating oh. and I couldn't. You know, I couldn't throw up. I couldn't get it out. For some reason, I think just in like a panic, I grabbed an ice pack and like was holding it on the outside of my stomach. I don't know if that really <laughs> does anything for internally, but at that point, I was like, I, I got I think I got to go to the hospital because it's just getting worse. And so yeah. I drove to the hospital, and you know, really didn't want to go in because you know who knows how much the bill is going to be and all that fun shit. So yeah. I, uh, by the time that I got there, it was finally. Finally easing up just a little bit, so I ended up you know not going going through with it and leaving. But yeah, those are just some of the some of the things that we've gone through in this past year, <laughs> the dedication wow. that we've put towards this channel.
1: <laughs> well, when I talked to you and I proposed this idea, I was like, you know, you can bring the heat. We can we can eat some uh, some hot sauces, but no extracts yep. because nobody wants to just hear me. <laughs> like crying on the yeah. podcast, and yeah, like the, not even be vocal.
2: The extracts are are just something different. And yeah, I, that I, really I don't, is
1: different. It's not even like a, a proper hot sauce. It's just
2: it's it's really yeah. not because there's something different about it. For example, like the bomb, the one that you had, yeah, is uh, it comes in at 135,000 Scoville, so which is well below, you know, obviously even the million range, which is really like truly for most people who are doing this, like where it starts to heat up. But even for us, like when we tried the bomb, it does not taste like 135,000. It tastes well into a couple million. And I assume it's just because it's that pepper extract, which is basically like they, they're just condensing a lot of peppers down into a very concentrated oil. So yeah. I mean, that makes sense why that's that much hotter.
1: Yeah. Um, the extent of my hot sauce game is like, you know, I'll put some Frank's Red Hot or yeah. something. A little bit of flavor. A little bit of flavor um, but beyond that I don't I don't frequently eat yeah. a whole lot of hot stuff
2: on a day-to-day basis that's where I'm at there's okay. actually there's a lot of guys who are into this that they'll use like crazy like those crazy hot sauces like on their food mm-hmm. which is insane to me like we do it for views we do it for videos you know it's, yeah. it's a one and done type of experience a lot of times. But there's guys that will use, like, the bomb, and they'll put it on, you know, a like pizza. No. Or they'll put it on, I don't know, they'll mix it in with a chili. No, sir. And no, I don't no, understand no. it whatsoever. But I'm much more like you. I really like um, – I'm, I'm really into the the green verde sauces. They tend to have yeah. a lot of good flavor. So I use mm-hmm. those, like, on my eggs, um, you know, beans and rice, things like yeah. that. And then, um, you know, it's just some more basic sauces. We I don't necessarily use a lot of the um, – i guess the big chain sauces anymore just because we got a lot of um like local companies that send us sauces and stuff now so we have a ton of like actually like flavorful sauces that i can use for the day-to-day but that's that's much more the range like jalapeno habanero anything above that we're most likely going to record it
1: (laughs) okay well speak you know all this hot sauce talk it's got me uh, a little curious to see what you brought over there so by the way um The uh, little assignment I gave Dakota, I was like, have you ever seen Halloween? Have you ever seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I think you had seen A Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: I had seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street, but it had been, you know, long enough that I barely remembered, you know, enough to talk about it. So,
1: so I... I asked you to give them a rewatch and assign a hot sauce to each movie, like something that speaks to the the character of the movie. It could be anything. I I just gave you free reign, and I'm also going to get you to kind of rank them. So we're going to do, you know, three to one, your least favorite. So what do you want to kick it off with? What do you got for me?
2: So it's funny that you say it that way, that you want to do it least favorite to favorite, because Uh coincidentally, I... I uh, attached the most, the most hot sauce that I brought to the worst, or to the my least favorite film out of the three. Okay. So, uh, so I'll I'll dive right into it for you. So, okay. My least favorite film out of the three, I was actually very surprised about. Drum roll, please. So I was actually very surprised about it because I going into this, I thought it was going to be my favorite, and okay. unfortunately, it ended up being my least favorite, and that is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. So, I really, I had seen... I was like, don't say Halloween. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you would have
2: just kicked me out immediately. No, 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 no. So, no. I, um, I, I've seen one of the other Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I I know there's a lot of them, the, I believe.
1: I'm guessing you probably saw the remake the one with jessica bill i think it was that one okay
2: so i saw that one and i actually do enjoy that one yeah it's
1: Um, it's got some uh well we did an episode on it it's got some good parts yeah so i
2: I enjoy it overall you know it's not like one of my favorite horror movies or anything like that but i enjoyed it overall um you know this one for me I, i think too is it the oldest one on the list as well yes I believe 74 it was, yeah yep. and then 78 was halloween is that 78
1: right 78 and then 84 yeah
2: so i think part of it being you know just the time frame for this movie uh-huh. um you know how it was filmed um you know just some of some of that played into it but i will say it did have some of the creepiest parts for me the like the kid in the beginning that they pick the hitchhiker that they pick up yeah. um very <laughs> yeah. it just they did a good job at making it feel real like yeah. it feels I don't know, something about it is just shot very realistically.
1: Yeah, it almost feels like you shouldn't be watching it. Like, it's uh, almost a borderline documentary or something. Yeah, exactly. Something. Like, you like stumbled
2: across someone's, like, just recording of a trip they took. Yeah, and, you're and like, imagine oh, this seeing is kinda this weird.
1: in 1974.
2: And I was, so that is actually the other thing I'll say, is that the way they started it off with, like, the, you know, the guy talking with, like, in the words coming up on the screen saying how it was based off the real, the true events. Yeah. And this and that. I can see how, like... Back in the day in uh, in 1974, yeah, like I, said, I could see how that would be terrifying for someone to watch for the first time,
1: especially when you didn't have internet to just yeah, you can't research the it. sort, yeah. the story and be like, oh, well, it's not, it took place in Wisconsin and it's loosely based on the,
2: yeah, very killer, loosely, Ed Gein.
1: yeah. So, uh, well, before we dive in a little further, let's, uh, let's, let's eat some hot sauce, so, yeah. So so me, tell me why you picked this hot sauce.
2: So here's what I assigned to it. So oh, my God.
1: I, the bottle just says pain. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: the bottle says pain 100%. And the reason I picked this sauce and I attributed it to um, the character of Leatherface is because it's just very blunt. This movie, he doesn't have a lot of character building. Right. He doesn't have a lot of backstory. There's no um there's no frills with this guy. Yeah. It's just, you know, <laughs> <This> the, <guy. laughs> the the first time, you know, you see him, he's just there. You know, in a lot of the other movies there's like some build-up, like there's some That's suggestions true. that like oh this you know, bad guy's eventually gonna make a um you know an appearance later on. That's true. This was just he was right there and he was cutting people up. <laughs> there was there was nothing else well, to him. So
1: that is one of my favorite scenes from this from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh when they first get to the house and he just whacks the guy in the head with the mallet yep. and he's shaking and then he slams the door and a exactly. little ominous music. Like that part's badass. Yeah. Like, it's even so today.
2: Yeah, it's so sudden, like, like I was saying, it's just so out of nowhere and there's no building to it. So yeah. so that's again why I picked pain one hundred percent. It's very obvious in its intent. You know, there's no They didn't try to like make this a fun, flavorful sauce. This is just, hey, look, this is gonna hurt. (laughs) This is gonna be hot. So I I thought it was very fitting. Kind of
1: like Leatherface. Exactly. It's like, look, I'm not gonna talk to you. No. There's gonna be no build up. It's just gonna be pain.
2: (laughs) I mean, pretty (laughs) much every time you saw him in the movie, I mean, he he's just cutting someone up or he's chasing someone down to to kill him. I mean, there's again, there's no sneaking around there's no you know yeah. he's a very blunt but character. surprisingly
1: the least amount of blood out of any of these well halloween doesn't have a lot of blood uh when people think about texas chainsaw they in their heads they imagine that it's super violent but there's yeah. really not a lot of blood you don't see him i guess he well, he kills Franklin with a mm-hmm. chainsaw, which I guess we'll talk about that annoying Yeah bastard. A in, bit. in
2: theory, you would think it would be like a, a real slasher, but it's really yeah. not true to like that slasher, you know, genre as yeah. it seems. seem.
1: Alright, man. Slather some uh, some pain on these these veggie nuggets. So before I pour it
2: on, I do want to say on Fat and Spicy, we always like to do a sniff test before, okay. we, before we, you know, taste that's, the sauce. That's true. And so, um, and I want to give you the same privilege just okay. to see, because the reason we do a sniff test is to see what we're about to get into. Okay. Know, to, to mentally prepare a little bit. So yeah. I'll go ahead. Obviously, I, I've smelt this sauce before, so I'll, I'll go ahead and pass it to you now and let you All take right. a sniff of what we're getting into.
1: Wow. That's, <laughs> it's already like opening my eyes a little yeah. bit. I'm, I'm like, wow, that's uh that's pungent
2: yeah that's not playing around okay i'll let you go ahead do you want to dab up
1: um yeah how much would you suggest i I would just
2: say a little dab like that that, that'll be good that okay yeah that's fine and i would even say you know to take your nugget and like turn it over like just kind of dab off a little bit of the excess Uh, okay because you're you're gonna get the punch in the mouth no matter what (sighs) you don't you don't need to we got some more hot sauces coming up there's no need uh, to extra
1: suffer extra you know mallet to the face yep cheers cheers Oh, yeah. Mmm. I just laughed and kind of exhaled through my nose a little bit. And definitely felt it.
2: So, the funny thing about, or the interesting thing about this sauce
1: Ooh. is that
2: it's just a habanero sauce. There's nothing worse than a habanero in this, which technically, like, on the, on the heat scale, you know, is kind of second mm-hmm. above, like, your main jalapeno. And this isn't an extract sauce, but they do a good job of somehow just, like, really bringing out the heat. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but there's really not any other flavor. It's just kind of the heat. that's It's just yeah, kind of true. the habanero. Um, well, which, hey, it's
1: like Leatherface. It's just uh, it's just the heat. Exactly.
2: <laughs> which is funny with uh, hot sauces in general. Like, they'll always say, oh, like, we added some garlic. Like, they'll have, like, these nice spices on the ingredients list. You yeah. can never taste them. You can never enjoy them. Right. So.
1: Okay. Well, while this is a... Uh, starting to burn every part of my mouth um what did you like about the texas chainsaw massacre so uh
2: what i liked about it's kind of like what i had mentioned in the beginning is that they do a good job at really making you feel present with Mm -hmm. the characters um and there's something about the the acting quality back in the day like you know you have all these actors now who like traditionally like are you know great actors and I don't know about any of the actors in this movie. I don't know if they went on to have fantastic careers.
1: Not a lot. But I mean,
2: each of the characters just made it feel so real. Yeah. Like I don't even know if it was necessarily on purpose, but they just you really felt like what was going on in the movie like was legitimately
1: happening. Yeah, and um not to shit on the remake. There's a lot about it that I like, but just to compare it to that one, like whenever they're delivering their lines in that movie, it's you can tell they're delivering their lines yeah. that they got off the script and they're, they're acting.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: but with this, it just kind of feels very gritty and just
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: Like they're not even professional actors. I don't, I'm not sure um, everybody's acting experience before this movie, but yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying.
2: I will say the other, um, the main aspects that I liked are towards the end, um, and I, I'm nowhere near as good as you as like remembering names and remembering facts and stuff like that. But the last girl that they have that they captured yeah. and they have tied up at the dinner table, and they brought—is it the grandfather that they brought down yeah, from the attic? Yeah. So that grandfather, whole scene—he's the
1: best at killing. <laughs> yeah, that part. Oh man. That whole
2: scene was fantastic. Like you feel very creeped out um, anytime in a in a mo- like a horror movie that a character is like tied up like that. I, I it's such a crazy feeling. Like you feel like almost like you're bound to like it really rises or the, the tensions really rise because yeah. you have this, um you know, this feeling of like, oh, they can't escape. Like whatever's going to happen, they have total control of the situation.
1: Yeah. So the guy that played the grandpa, he was like 20 something. So that was just a, oh, y- wow. a young dude and makeup, so just great
2: makeup. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And when they were filming this, it was in the middle of like a texas 100 degree heat wave oh man (laughs) so once his actor got into the grandpa costume and he's wearing this heavy jacket um he was like i'm only doing this once yeah so all the stuff you see with grandpa and that dinner scene was all filmed in a day there was no ac in that room those were real dead animal carcasses those weren't props oh wow and everybody's bo was just so bad that like people on the set would just routinely vomit out the window because <laughs> I mean the, the hitchhiker guy said that he was actually in Nam and he said filming that fucking movie was, was worse, worse than, than Vietnam. Wow.
2: Well, I guess that goes back to what we were saying. Like they didn't really, the characters didn't really have to act. I mean, they yeah, were, I mean, the, they would, were in it. They were like, really there's in no that way situation. You
1: would get that today. On oh like yeah. A big Hollywood movie. They would. Yeah. You just can't recreate yeah. that kind of uh
2: but I think there's kind of something thing. to it, like really putting them in that scenario, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, it, it just really, um, you know, they're, they're going to get much more of a real reaction from them. Yeah. And much more uncomfortable. You know, you're, you're a lot more uncomfortable when there's rotting animal carcasses in the room. You yeah. Know?
1: <laughs> well, well, I guess a lot of it was like budgetary. I don't know if that was a conscious Oh, decision. so it wasn't even. Oh, OK. I mean, but, well, but it could have been. But I'm, directors, I'm
2: sure. take note. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get your um, animal carcass game up. <laughs> yeah but whenever uh, she jumps out of the window and the sun's starting to come up, that whole sequence is fucking great like oh yeah just the sound design alone it's just her screaming and mm-hmm. the sound of the chainsaw in the distance there's something really disturbing about it yeah um,
2: yeah no I and another reason I like this movie is because one of the things that I kind of fear most like when it comes to horror movies is that rural environment. Because yeah. too often do you drive through like an old, you know, not abandoned town, but like you drive through, like, you know, if you're going, um, heading West, like into the mountains and stuff like that, Oh yeah, you pass through a lot of places where you're like, there's probably like shit going on here that, <sighs> that people don't know about, like some really messed up things. And so like when they put the setting, you know, out there in the middle of, of Texas like that, mm-hmm. and you know, you have like the corrupt, you know, the, the corrupt, um, who was it that was cr- the, the the barbecue guy?
1: <laughs> yeah, the barbecue yeah. guy.
2: Yep. And you have like other people that are in on it. Like I could see, you know, there being some towns where it's like everyone's in on that dark secret. And there's something that's extra eerie about that.
1: Yeah. You know, it's probably happened at some point, you know. Exactly. You know, a group of kids gets lost and murdered. And, yep. you know. Yeah. Especially driving in like some of the small mountain towns in North Carolina where it starts to get a little messy. Yeah,
2: you could go missing pretty easily. Like, we'll say that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Anytime I'm in the mountains, I always have this morbid thought. I'm like, you could kill somebody so easy. (laughs) Get away with it. Or like, I could be killed and somebody could get away with it. I mean, if somebody buries you on top of a mountain, who the fuck's going to find you? Yeah, it's
2: going to be pure luck if someone finds you later on. I mean, you don't have any service. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. it's it's pretty. I've been in some of those situations, especially you know we've we've driven cross country before, so um, oh, that's right, yeah, gone yeah, yeah. through a lot of really creepy places. That you know this really brought me back to you know this watching yeah. this movie.
1: So, would you ever revisit this movie? Because I gotta say, um, the first time I saw it, I was like a, a teenager, and I don't think I, I want to say my initial thought. I thought it was boring. I didn't really quite latch on to it, but the older I get and the more anytime I rewatch it, the more I appreciate it. Yeah. Just because of the vibe and the the raw, gritty nature of it.
2: Yeah, I would definitely rewatch it. Um I didn't I really did not find it boring at all. I thought the There
1: is a bit of a lull. Um I found like when she's the chase scene maybe goes on a tad too long, like when she's running to the barbecue place and then I don't know. I, I just yeah, felt like I, a yeah. bit of a lull there, and I I've, I found my, uh, my interest starting to drift off a little bit. But then the dinner scene starts, and then I'm right back. And
2: okay, I can see what you're saying. See, for me, the little bit of the lull is, like, before they actually make that first contact. Like, that's where there's a little bit of a
1: lull for me. It's just kind of like— What were they uh, doing at Franklin's— dad's house it was like an abandoned house like what was their plan they were just looking
2: for the swimming hole i guess yeah (laughs) just looking to waste time because they they mentioned there being the house back there and so you think they're gonna go back and look for gas yeah but then they go to franklin's dad's house and Mm -hmm. they're just kind of looking around there and then they seem to kind of by mistake Stumble across the other house, so right. it makes you wonder when they originally mentioned seeing a house that might have gas a while back. Like what house they were actually talking about, unless unless they were talking about Franklin's dad's house, hmm. and they just thought his abandoned property might have some old, you know, gasoline barrels laying yeah, around.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And also, um, how much did you love Franklin as an actor? Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, oh my god, it's my kill this dude. Oh
2: my god, when he <laughs> is like the, for instance, the scenes. Where he is like honking the horn and like throwing that fit. Uh, oh, yeah. When they're, when, uh, him and the girl are like trying to figure out where, why everyone hasn't come back yet. Stuff like that. Yeah. I, yeah his, in the beginning, I really liked him. Like when he, the interactions with him, uh, in the car with the hitchhiker. Yeah. You don't I want did...
1: to, you don't want to go across country with that dude though. No. You know, after an hour, you'd be like, dude. I'm gonna roll you down this hill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I will say the other part that stood out to me with him was when they are first going into the the his father's abandoned house, and he's upset that everyone's like walking off without him, and he keeps like blowing, you know, ras- doing that, like, yeah, blowing raspberries like over and over <laughs> up at the ceiling. I was like, what is this guy doing?
1: Yeah, there's definitely some parts they could have done without in this movie, but I don't know. Overall, um, yeah, I really enjoy it. The more I watch it. Uh, the more I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a good watch on like a hot. It just makes you feel like gross after it makes you watch you feel it. Like dusty. you need to, yeah, <laughs> like you need to take a shower yeah, or something for sure. Yeah,
2: I think it has something to do with that Texas heat that they they really pull through in the movie.
1: <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of heat, the heat from that one, it's uh, it's kind of passed. Good. I, I managed to uh, to hold it down. Um. Shall we move on? Any other thoughts on Texas Chainsaw? Uh,
2: I think that sums it up pretty good. Okay. So overall, I did enjoy it. You know, obviously, when you I had these three movies, I had to rank them, you know, in some order, so there was sure. going to be a loser. So it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just out of the three movies, you know, that was the one that just, hey. you know, it, it didn't have as much, um, not only character building, but just like storyline and story building sure. and stuff That's like fair. that. Yeah. It was very basic in its approach, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so... I think that's kind of why I put it where where it is.
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, very good points. So, moving along, what is your number two spot?
2: So, moving along at number two is I put Halloween.
1: Okay, all right. And all I right. hope you're okay with that. No, no, <laughs> hey, Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, look, even I have, I don't know if you call them gripes, but I, it's not a perfect movie by yeah. any means. Like, you yeah, know, I, I have my own little thoughts on that but uh what hot sauce do you have for halloween so the
2: sauce i have for halloween and by the way this um this first sauce is called pain 100 and i am not sure the maker of it i actually like when we first reviewed this i tried to figure out who the maker was the only thing i can see is that it's distributed by the original Juan specialty foods so i just like to shout out the makers of it but i really don't know who the The maker of that is. It was actually... We bought it from like another hot sauce website. Um, And that being said, I'm saying that because this next sauce is actually uh, a local North Carolina brand, since we are recording here in North Carolina. All right. Uh, This is from Up All Night uh, Gourmet (laughs) Foods. Now, this sauce is called Super Soft, which I'm not sure... I'm honestly... I'm not sure why they named it Super Soft. Super Soft. It is a smoky habanero sauce. Now, the reason I picked this is... I can't wait to hear this. Is because... (laughs) This is something that has good flavor, and it it builds a little bit, right? Okay. So in Halloween, Michael Myers, there's a lot of building, right? So you first you see him as a child, and yeah. then all these years later, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's a little bit of building. No, he escapes out of the asylum. See him
1: outside the classroom window. Yep, and, uh, and then and
2: for a long time, you just see him it, in the background of things. You uh-huh. see him passing by. You're not really sure you know, what his, what the purpose of him coming back to his old town is going to be yet. Sure. Although obviously you assume it's, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. <laughs> it's not going to be good, but you're not <laughs> sure, you know, what's going on. And so yeah. just like this sauce. So this sauce is, um, it's actually, you'll find it has a good sweet taste, you know, the sweet, uh, smoky taste up front. Okay. And then, you know, coming up behind you know, it brings that burn. It much stabs like, you in the back. It stabs much, you in the back. and much that's like
1: Michael Myers. <laughs> yep, okay. and that,
2: that's where I'm tying it in mostly is that, you know, again, it's, it's nice and flavorful up front. It's going to build just like his character <laughs> built, and then it's going to stab you in the back. <laughs> and then with this sauce, other All thing right. to note is that most likely because of the good flavor, it will keep you coming back for more. In the same way that you just can't seem to kill Michael, Michael Myers <laughs> and you keep coming back for more. I think it has oh, yeah, a lot of similarities uh, to the
1: sauce. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll let you do the honors of...
2: And just like last time, even though it's not going to be as much of a burner, I'll let you go ahead and sniff it oh, just sure. to kind of sure. feel that out.
1: That smells really good, actually. It has a... What's it? it got a little fruity smell to it.
2: Yeah. Let me... Uh, I believe it might be a red apple in that one, if I'm remembering yeah, right. I think,
1: I think we'll say... And this one you
2: can use very liberally. I'll say that. You don't have to worry about this sauce. The pain 100%, you know, you want to just put a dab on. This one you can use as much as you want. It's not going to hurt you. All (laughs) right.
1: And that's perfect. All right. So, super soft. All right. Michael Myers, here we go. go. Oh, I mean, that's just delicious. Yeah. Oh, it builds up, though. I'm waiting for the stab in the back.
2: Yeah. And it's not too harsh. I mean, this one, to be honest, it's not too harsh, Okay. It, which is funny because this well, is hey, a habanero it. sauce, just like the last one. But in this one, the other ingredients, they, they really focus more on the other ingredients. So you get a lot more true flavor. This is a good sauce that you could put on, you know, you could probably have all the nuggets, you know, with this sauce. Yeah, sure. But um, yeah, a lot more flavor, obviously, than the first one.
1: It's good. It's good. Um. Okay. So Halloween. Tell me what you liked about the movie. What I liked about Halloween. So,
2: I, I the order I watched these movies in was actually the order I'm listing them in. It was yeah. Texas Chainsaw okay. Massacre and then Halloween. And so, kind of going from Texas Chainsaw to Halloween, um, I really enjoyed that they actually, you know, they, they gave it some good background. They they really focused more on, you know, at least a little bit more character development. Sure. Um, I, I really uh, and actually the first main thing I liked about it was the big twist in the beginning um, when he goes and when you're seeing uh, from Michael Myers eyes that you're the perspective is from his eyes. Yeah. And then yeah. he goes and he kills, you know, his the, what is his, his sister? Yeah, is his sister. His sister. And then, you know, he comes out front and you realize that he was just a, a little kid. I, I guess that, that really
1: I, I guess that is a little twist there. That, um, that always... threw me for a
2: loop. I, I honestly, <laughs> it, and I may people yeah. like ho- true horror fans, like this is just a very common thing to them. But for me, not having watched Halloween, I was actually very surprised. Like, I okay, was taken aback. back.
1: That's interesting. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I've just throughout the years watched this so many times that you're kind of numb to certain parts. Like there are comedic parts, like
2: totally. You yeah. Know,
1: her friend saying totally. Because I've seen this in theaters and like people would laugh at that. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I guess it is kind of funny. Yeah. So like that, this is a twist. Yep. And yeah, it surprised yeah. you. Okay. It, it was
2: very I was actually very taken aback. I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, anyone in a movie can stab someone else. But it's always like a little bit. It just takes it a little bit further. Like when you have a child murderer, you know, it's just I don't know. I feel like it kind of steps it up that, to that next yeah, level sure. when you have a, especially someone as young as like this child. And what was he in a clown costume? Yeah. So it, it was just a very interesting way to start it off. And then, you know, to jump ahead to the whole, um, you know, asylum escape uh, Uh part of the movie. And I, I never knew that was his background. I honestly, I well, again, this being my first time watching it, I didn't really know what the background was. So all of it was new to me. So it was very interesting, like, then seeing that this guy had been dealing with, you know, Michael Myers all these years. And kind of, like, he just knew that this guy was beyond saving, that... You know, yeah, he, he were, you know, I think he referred to him like as I don't know if he said the devil. At some point, oh yeah, but I uh, mean,
1: he, he he refers to him as evil. And yeah,
2: evil as, itself. Uh, like he he had no good things to say about this even, guy. <laughs> he knew how far gone this guy was.
1: Yeah, but, um, you know. yeah. Donald Pleasance as Doctor Sam Loomis, crucial element to yep. this movie. You know,
2: I I really appreciated his character, and then also it had a lot of uh, just really great suspense elements, which again. Like Texas Chainsaw didn't really have. It's very in your face. You know, it's not hiding anything. This was very much, I mean, there was so much, um, you know, just all those scenes like where you saw like Michael from afar. Like, yeah. where, where, where even one of the main characters didn't see him, you know, it'd be kind of like a shot of, like, Jamie Lee Curtis or something, you know, one of the other actors or actresses. Like,
1: when she's walking down the sidewalk and he yeah. steps behind the bush.
2: Yeah, or so there's that, which she did mm. see him, technically, in that yeah. one. But there's even other parts, like, where it'd be, like, you know, someone in the house, and, like, you just see Michael, you know, standing outside the door, like, through the window yeah. out back and stuff like that, which I always... I love stuff like that because it makes you feel like you're in on the secret that the you know that the actress isn't in on you know yeah that you yeah, you and Michael point. know what's about to happen but oh, the person who's up. about to get killed <laughs> doesn't know <laughs> yeah. what's about to happen
1: yeah I gotta say like those are my when I think of Halloween I think about those those shots of yeah. just Michael standing there with the music score behind it yep um I just and they, they play incredibly creepy and off putting yeah um. This was one of the first times that the horror came to your neighborhood. Yeah, like he's in your fucking backyard. Yeah, he's creeping around in and your house. Yeah, three in the daytime, and yeah. there's something very just creepy and off-putting about it. Yeah,
2: I, I I totally agree. And again, um, for me, just a lot of times the sometimes more than the act of like a horror a horrific act itself, whether it's like a murder or I guess that's usually what it is in, in these type of movies. But sometimes even more than that, I love the buildup to something. I love that yeah. suspenseful factor of like, you know, something's going to happen, but you, you don't know when it's going to happen. Like there yeah. is, um the guy uh after they hooked up upstairs you know the guy went down for downstairs for yeah, the beer Bob. and he, you know <laughs> you just kept waiting like okay what you know he's gonna get killed mm-hmm. and you kept seeing like michael in different areas but you're like okay when is it yeah so he finally you know he opens those three doors and on the last one you know michael's just comes you know barging out at him yeah. and you know, lifts him up and then stabs him and the yep. knife is holding him into the wall <laughs> yeah. you know I-, I don't know i thought that was fantastic and Especially, you know, that that carries on throughout the movie, just how he kills everyone, really.
1: Yeah, some of my favorite tricky little shots are when um, when Annie is on the phone talking to her boyfriend. She's in the kitchen, and you see Michael's mask in the background. The yep. camera moves here for a split second, then it goes back, and he's gone. Like, that's just genius.
2: Yeah, as and, she was moving, that was. Yeah, I that, thought that was, especially for the time. Oh, yeah. They can do that probably easily now, but for the time, that was a great, great shot.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this movie was made on... $300,000 budget. Mm. So, not a lot of money to work with. So, it was all just clever camera work and lighting. Um, something you don't see a whole lot these days.
2: Yeah. I will say, too, um, kind of speaking about shots, I really, really liked the part where, actually, several parts where uh, like Jamie Lee Curtis was upstairs and she has her back to that dark room. Uh-huh. And then you just see the white of his mask. Like, that's oh, so yeah. all you can see fantastic shot again i love subtle things like that that music score the yeah and exactly i I love that they you know you mentioned the music score i love that they attached that music to his character which i I don't think you find a lot in in movies like it wasn't just that they you know use suspenseful music or or horror like music you know for certain scenes it was literally whenever his character mm -hmm. seemed to like pop into play that they you know they had that music pretty much attached to him
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, it's one of the most, well, it's the most iconic horror score. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and just as far as movies go, I mean, you play that score, people are like, oh, that's the Halloween theme.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, it's
1: iconic, and created by the director, John Carpenter. Straight up legend. Um, Well, what didn't you like about it? What I didn't like about it,
2: I will say one of the, well... In the beginning, it really threw me off when, when you know, you're seeing from his perspective. It's silent. He's going through the house, and then like the first killing scene to me. And again, I guess it probably has to do with you know the the era. Uh-huh. But it was so cheesy to me, like the way he looks at his arm, and it, you can oh. tell it's like the perspective that they're showing it from in his arm. Like it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to look at your own arm like that. Sure, yeah, and, and things <laughs> like that, and just you know him stabbing and you know, the reaction and stuff like that. Oh, so, cool. yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a super cheesy movie from there on, there on out. And uh-huh. I was really worried that it was going to be, but I'm really glad that seemed to be, I mean, of course, a lot of it still, like, it wasn't anything like way ahead of its time, you uh-huh. know, still kind of, a lot of it, you know, wasn't, um, trying to think of the right word to use. A lot of it wasn't like crazy, you know. Gore or anything like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of it still was slightly cheesy in the sense of, like, you know, how, how they acted out murder. But yeah. it wasn't as bad as that first one. That first one was just, it really threw me off by how cheesy it was. And I was like, oh no, I hope yeah, this yeah, I hope hey, I'm not going to Every, gonna laugh every the time, time I
1: watch this movie, anytime I watch that scene, I'm like, ugh, okay. Yeah. And I, I heard somebody propose a, uh, a question once Is this first scene needed? And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, not really. Like, do you really need to see him as a kid? No, not really. I, I do think
2: it's interesting. You know, obviously, if it if that first scene wasn't there, then it would just imply that Michael Myers was just a character that broke out of an asylum. Uh-huh. It was just a man that broke out uh, broke out of an asylum. And this does give it a little bit of background that now you know that he's had this issue, this wh- whatever you want to call it. His mm-hmm. whole life, like, I think it almost insinuates that he was kind of, like, born this way. He yeah. was, like, born evil. Because, I mean, it's not like they give you a, a lot of information like, oh, like, were his parents, like, really? Did they treat him horribly and this is him acting out? Like, I highly doubt that was the case, like, that they were pushing for. Well, that's so, what
1: Rob Zombie, that was his explanation in his remake of Halloween. It was oh, just, like, it, a okay. white trash family. Uh, and okay. It's
2: that is interesting and, and that I would know um, that if I saw that. But, um, so yeah, I, I think the only thing that's interesting from it is that it kind of gives you this insight of like, oh, his whole life, like he's just been this apparently murderous kind of monster for whatever reason. Yeah. So I, I would say that's the only reason that it might be needed, but yeah, and it's and I wouldn't say needed. I would say <clears throat> the only reason sure. why it might be beneficial.
1: Yeah. And it's more effective that there is no backstory. Like in Rob Zombie's version, he tries to explain all this, but- you don't need to. It's way yeah. creepier if there's just uh, dudes in a dude in in the distance staring at you. Yeah, I mean that's like, yeah the for fuck no reason. That? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, there's something very creepy about that. So, well, in Halloween two, in the sequel, um, written by the same guy John Carpenter, um, he decided kind of last minute, like I'm gonna make them brother and sister. Hmm. So. Lori Strode is Michael's sister, but not in this movie, though.
2: Yeah, that was uh, something that was decided later on. Also
1: something that wasn't needed. I think it's way creepier that he focused in on her because she went to his house and dropped a key off. Yeah. And I guess he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to stalk you.
2: Yeah, it's kind of way scarier
1: than she's my sister and I have to kill her. Yeah, it
2: kind of reminds me of that whole, um, I'm sure you've seen the movie The Strangers. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, they're like, why us? Why mm-hmm. us? And they're mm-hmm. like, because you were home. And that's yeah. like the creepiest part of the movie is just like they it's insinuating it could happen to anyone. You just happen sure. to be the ones that were home. So I kind of agree. You know, it's, it's almost creepier that, that Michael Myers was like, there's really no reason besides I saw you first. Like you were the one who came up to my door. So sorry, you're the <laughs> one I'm going to stalk <laughs> and kill everyone that has anything to do sorry. with you. So I think my it bad. does. I think it does make it creepier because of that. Yeah. And uh, I would say the other uh, main parts that i didn't necessarily enjoy are just that kind of um ditziness they give to like jamie lee curtis's character at a couple points where it's like you know she she's just killed or you know supposedly killed michael and she, throws and the knife she down immediately yeah, immediately yeah. drops the knife and turns her back to him she and throws
1: it down like it shocked her she's like yeah
2: <laughs> acts like you know that <laughs> like, there's no possibility that he sure. comes back up after especially yeah, especially the first time where it's just a knitting needle You're like, okay, like, you know, the the second time with the knife, I mean, I could see being a little bit more like, okay, he's probably dead, Uh but the first time around, especially, I mean, it's just funny. I mean, that happens a lot in horror movies. The main character or characters have that little bit of like suspended reality of like ditziness where it's like oh like you know but it makes the movie more fun so i understand it but of course just coming from like a
1: you know kind of like an analytical point Mm -hmm. it's like you're just like oh don't
2: do that like what are you doing (laughs) you're so stupid
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's uh definitely a fair point um for me like some of the acting uh her friend annie that she gets strangled in the car that one Mm mm-hmm I just don't think she's a good actress. And, yeah. And, um, she's also incredibly mean to Lori. She's always picking on her. Uh-huh. Like I'm going to call Ben. I called Ben Tramer and told him how much you liked them. Yeah. It's like, like, what are you doing? Why are you hanging out with <laughs> <Yeah>. her, dude?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that definitely, I understand that as well. Now, do you know, did any of them go on to have like great um, acting careers besides the obvious? Uh,
1: besides the obvious. Yeah. Um, PJ souls, the Linda, the one that got strangled with the telephone cord. She's mm-hmm. had, she's been in some, some good movies and she's had fairly steady work. Um, Annie, the one I was just talking about, she done a few things here and there, but it's really just Jamie Lee. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Donald Pleasance, the guy that played Dr. Loomis, he has a very extensive filmography. He was like a legit Actor yeah. When he took this movie. Gotcha. Uh, he was actually very reluctant to take the role, but apparently his daughter was a fan of the music in another movie that John Carpenter made, so she kind of convinced Coaxed him to him take it. this movie, yeah. so that's kind of why he's in it. But, hmm. Good um, reason. Well, uh, shall we move on well, to I, number three?
2: I think we can move on.
1: All right, we just had to uh, open the door a little bit. We got uh all this hot sauce actually get me a little hot, man. <laughs> that is one of the effects it'll have. You'll get a little sweaty, you know, your nose do will start to run a little actually bit. Actually sweat from hot sauce, like
2: Oh yeah. Like, like, like most of the time we do challenges, like we're sweating, the nose is running. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other effects. I think those are the two main like physiological effects that it sure. has on you right away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so before we get to number three. Yeah this is a hot sauce that i haven't tried yet this was made this is a collaboration with my friend josh that i do the other podcast with at lunch Meet. they did a collaboration with snack season and this is their vhs very hot sauce oh wow yeah so it has That's a great branding too <laughs> yeah it really is white vinegar Apple juice, apples, jalapenos, scotch bonnets, chipotles, brown sugar, cinnamon, and some other stuff. So just
2: I, from that list, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Okay.
1: So I, I figured that uh, I haven't tried this yet. Um, so I, I thought that now would be a good time to to give this a shot. Yeah. If you don't mind, we'll take a little detour before we move on to A Nightmare on Elm Street. For sure. Let's yeah, take let me a, go ahead and take the sniff gotta, test. Got to do the sniff test.
2: I'll say, so right up front, I really smell that brown sugar coming through. Really? That brown sugar and yeah. um, that the apple a little bit. Yeah. I I, I already think it's going to be a great sauce. I really appreciate when anyone uh, does a good job at mixing fruit with their sauces. I, I think that sweet and spicy is always a, you can't go wrong with that flavor.
1: Or fat and spicy, huh? Yeah, or fat and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you should get your dad on a podcast. That'd do be some awesome. Tales from the police force. I bet he's got some stories. Oh,
2: he. I mean, I've heard him all hundred times, but really? yeah, he, he has. You know, he has a lot of good stories.
1: All right, sir. All right. Let's Cheers. Give this. A, give this a try.
2: That is very good. Yeah, that really is. So you definitely taste like the sweetness. You know, almost Damn. first That's, and foremost,
1: it's almost like spicy applesauce. <laughs> yeah, it's or very something.
2: much, very much like spicy applesauce because then. Yeah, you have the apple and the apple juice, and then that's a pretty good heat level on that too because a scotch bonnet, I mean, that's, technically speaking, that's a little bit above a habanero, so I mean, that's really? that's some good heat.
1: What is a scotch bonnet?
2: You know, I'm not sure if you want me to...
1: Oh, it's okay. Sounds like a band name or something. Yeah,
2: the scotch bonnets? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> probably, there has to be a band named the scotch bonnets. And on the label, it says, what happens when you combine lunch meat and tapes from the crypt? a flavorful vhs sauce that will have you that will have your taste buds rewinding over and over again (laughs) this is hot sweet and smoky tune in and rewind or die that's awesome yeah you know that that really is an awesome flavor and it really
2: the heat builds a little bit i don't know how much you're getting it but i think it
1: definitely you you, you
2: definitely taste it at first and the heat kind of just starts lingering and then building a little bit Mm -hmm. that's good yeah,
1: man, this is uh, a yeah, shout out to them. That's yeah, awesome. shout out to Josh. You nailed it, buddy. Thank you for the hot sauce. Yeah, he brought this over when we recorded a VH snacking episode. Yeah, he's always giving me lunch meat stuff. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I've been saving that sauce
2: for a time like this. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. How fitting.
1: All right. So I guess that uh, leaves us with one. So you right. enjoyed A Nightmare on Elm Street the most.
2: Yep. Um, I really, really like, and not even just as a horror movie, but a movie in general, I think A Nightmare on Elm Street is is fantastic. Um, and again, this was my second time watching it, but the first time, and it had been long enough ago that this was almost like a first time watch for me, to be honest. Okay. Um, Obviously, it was made a little bit later, so some of the special effects and stuff had really started to, it stepped it up a little bit. Sure. And so... Um, I think that's really part of what did it for me. So this is an interesting one because it almost combines a little bit of both of the the characters that we just talked about, Michael Myers and um, Leatherface, Uh because, I mean, you see that you see him right up front. You know, you you get into it and there's no building. I mean, you you do see Freddy Krueger right up front. Maybe not all of it. Maybe it's more like a silhouette. Well, you like, see
1: him building his glove at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, I love that shot. It's just like a little square on the screen. Yeah, and He's making his glove. I love that intro. It is.
2: Yeah, it is a really solid intro. And so there's not a whole lot of building in the sense of like, you know, oh, like 30 minutes plays out and then you see Freddy Krueger or whatever. I mean, they show you who Freddy Krueger is, you know, pretty much right up front. Yeah. And again maybe maybe some like different shots of him maybe it's like silhouettes and like you know because it's a very shadowy um fl- uh, place that they're in. Yeah. But um you know you, you at least see who the villain is. But um but there also is that building. I mean he hasn't you know he hadn't done anything yet. Like you're like kind of like you know who is who is this guy? Like what's his story? Uh-huh. And this one out of all of the movies, I mean they really they gave him the, the a big storyline. You know they they give you some of his uh, history. They yeah. kind of give some explanation as to, like, what's going on here as opposed to the other two. We we're kind of like, all right, we have a villain. Yeah. Why are they villains? You know, we don't necessarily know. This one, I mean, at least gives a little bit more detail, I feel like, into his past.
1: Yeah, that's true. It definitely does.
2: It's almost, it reminds Perhaps me a l-
1: too much yeah. explaining at yeah. times.
2: But yeah, possibly yeah. a little too much. And this, it almost reminds me a little bit of, like, the Joker. You know, this whole... You know, obviously this yeah. guy was like that's an
1: apt w- comparison.
2: This yeah. guy was, you know, e- evil or more evil, you know, beforehand anyway. Mm-hmm. But they both are still characters who, you know, were being chased, you know, and, and you know, whether it's a vat or a furnace or whatever, you know, they their lives got affected in a turning point type of way and they became this villain, you know, Yeah. Who have you ever now.
1: seen any of the sequels?
2: Um I the only I've not seen the sequels. The only other <clears throat> excuse me nightmare on elm street movie i've seen was the 2010 remake oh god so i oh, don't think that has anything to, sucks. Yeah. yeah i don't think that has anything to do with what you were gonna say <laughs> so
1: as the series progresses freddie gets you know you brought up the joker he gets more and more like comedic and yeah. uh you know around like four and five he gets a little too it's almost like freddie at the apollo dropping yeah. jokes <laughs> before he kills people yeah but um so, yeah, uh, j- the Joker and Freddy, they do kind of share a lot of similarities now that you mention it.
2: Yeah, and so, and the other thing I liked. with Well, this, before we uh, yeah.
1: go any further, oh, yeah. let's hit up that sauce, baby. All right, what let you me, got?
2: Let me grab this one. So, this one is uh, another uh, local North Carolina company. It's called Flashpoint Hot Sauces, <clears throat> based out of Apex, North Carolina. And this one is called Blazing Mustard. Extreme.
1: Blazon Mustard.
2: Now, the reason I picked this one, several reasons. One, it's it's pretty much one of my favorite sauces that we own. Okay. So just like this is like one of the, my favorite movie for the night, this is one of my favorite sauces. And then I felt like the blazon tied in very well. You know, the flames with Freddie and everything. I felt like <laughs> it tied in very well. The other thing I'll say about this sauce is that it's a little bit of a sleeper. You know, it's really good up front. Hey. You, know, you are going to get that heat. But what you'll notice is, you know, you might go to sleep tonight <laughs> and around 4 a.m. Oh, you might get that little rumble in your stomach, really? you know, oh, after, after all these sauces that we've had, you know, it might be a little bit more of the whole experience than just this sauce alone.
1: So you're saying but that Freddy Krueger is going to...
2: You might get attacked in your sleep is all <laughs> <Okay>. I'm saying. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm implying.
1: Okay. So like on the spice level, what do you put this one at?
2: So I'll still say on the spice level... Um, this is probably, it's, it's kind of lower. It's a scorpion pepper in this one. So we are, Ooh. you know, moving up the scale from the last two habanero ones that we uh-huh. had. But I would say, like, we start with the pain 100%. As far as how it feels, it'll probably feel similar to the pain 100%. Um, I wouldn't say it would actually burn you that much more. And, but this one, again, has a pretty good flavor, too. One of the things that I find interesting about this company and this sauce in particular is that they use fireball whiskey a lot in their sauces. So, you know, sometimes you really get that when it it comes through, you get that cinnamon flavor to it as well. Uh So it's a really unique, you know, a little bit of sweet and spicy, but this one still definitely leans more towards that spice. And of course, it being a mustard, you get that mustard, you know, taste as well. So I'll go ahead and pass that to you to give a good sniff test.
1: sniff test. Ooh, yeah, that smells like smells spicy mustard. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Now, it says extreme on the bottle. Yeah. With an exclamation point.
2: So, it says extreme, I would say, because out of the sauces oh, they make, they, they're not really known for making, like, you know, killer sauces. So, uh-huh. out of their other sauces, they have a lot of very mild, like, very flavorful sauces, so yeah. out of all the ones that they have, like this is probably their most extreme, and that's that's really why it says extreme. Okay. And you'll find a lot of times in general in the hot sauce world, the more things about death and advisory warnings, sure. and you know, just hell and you know, all, all the horrible words they can think of to put in there. Um, they're gonna do that just to make you buy it. All marketing. Yeah. So I will say that's a, that's a small factor on it. This this all shouldn't right, be well, too terrible for you. Without further ado, let's there give go, it a sir. shot.
1: Well, right away, it's pretty tasty.
2: Yep. You get that mustard. Uh, at least for me, I get a little bit of that sweetness. I taste mm-hmm. a little bit of that cinnamon coming through. I don't know if that hits you at all.
1: Oh yeah, it hit my lips. Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then and pretty quickly you feel that heat. It's yeah. a good heat. I don't know. Um, what do you think comparatively to the pain? One hundred percent. I think it's. I
1: would it's, say it's um, <clears throat> not as. Oh, it's definitely building a little bit. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. I was gonna say it's not as bad, but this one's really. Uh,
2: it is interesting, and sometimes the as you go up in heat, for some reason you get a lot of these sauces that you know the first you know five ten seconds. That's all right, and they build, and you know I'm no scientist. I don't know what it is that makes you know the pepper the the spice build in your mouth, but it is interesting why it does how it does that.
1: All right. Well, while it's uh, really kicking in, um, a nightmare on Elm Street. So why is this your number one? (laughs) So
2: this is my number one. Um, I I think out of all of them, I like the character the the villain the most. The character. is super fun not only is he creepy and not and, you know the movies gory um and all and all of that i forget where i was going with that train of thought <laughs> i think the, the spy i mean it's building in my mouth yeah. too. i've had i've had a bunch of hot sauces but they still tend to <laughs> you know, kick your ass a little bit a great great character you get a lot more um out of this character i feel like than you do the last two um a lot more up close and personal time with him and then this is, out of the three movies, again, the, the one that brings the most gore. And not only just gore, but I think the special effects that they had for this movie, especially for its time, were pretty – a lot of them were pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, I really – um and, and I can't imagine. This is another one that I think watching for the first time, like, when it came out, like, must have been pretty crazy. Like, when – um. The girl, you know, is uh, is flung up out of her bed and yeah. is, like spinning around, like bleeding on the ceiling and shit. Yeah. I mean, that was intense. Even honestly, even for today's standards, I find like some of those practical effects, like because nowadays, it's really easy when you see a horror movie to be like, oh, well, that's CGI. Like it doesn't feel yeah. real. But back then, having used practical effects, you're kind of like, oh shit, like, like how they do, like it looks so real, like how yeah. they do that.
1: Well, they essentially built that whole. They built that whole set on like a, a, what they call a gimbal. It's like a rope, kind of rotating, uh, I don't know what you call it. Something, it rotates. So technically a floor. Yeah. You know, the way it's filmed, it's the ceiling. Yeah. But yeah, that whole sequence is really good. Uh, Tina's death. That's shot really well. Um, Yeah, I got to say, for me, this is number three on my list. Really? Yeah, after the other two. Simply That's interesting. because so there are some really, really good moments. Okay. Um a lot of stuff you don't like though. <laughs> the mom in this movie can't oh, act yeah. worth a shit.
2: The mom is pretty terrible. Yeah. I will say that.
1: Um Yeah, just like really bad. I really saw throws this, you off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw this in theaters. About a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, my girlfriend had never seen it. So I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to go see A Nightmare on Elm Street. You've never seen it? I love this movie. Awesome. And while I was in the movie theater, I don't know if you ever like watch a movie with somebody that has never seen a movie. Mm-hmm. You almost become a little more analytical, almost like you're seeing it through their eyes, oh, too. Oh, I know,
2: 100%. You're like, oh, they're probably not enjoying this right now because yeah. of this. And like the things that you once liked... A lot of times you're like, oh, that's not as good this time. Like they're probably not liking this. I I know 100 what you mean. Well, like the whole
1: theater was laughing at the mom because she's just like getting drunk the whole movie. Yeah, uh, like when she put bars on the window and she's like, all locked up and blah blah blah. She's just always getting drunk and she can't act worth the shit. Yeah. Um. I I mean, she takes me out of it, but yeah. I mean. Other than that, I don't have too many gripes with it. The okay. Home Alone scene kind of towards the end where Freddy's going through all the booby traps it feels a little silly Yeah, at times. Uh, that I felt like that didn't really well, age as good.
2: Yeah, this movie does have the most comedic relief out of all of it. Sure. Whether even... I don't think all of it, kind of like you were saying, was even intentional. Obviously, it's like some of it was just like the mom's bad acting. Like there was the kind of the silly scenarios like that we laugh at now. So I don't think all of it was intentional. Uh-huh. There were some, you know, intentional, you know, parts that were you know comedic. But I would say out of all of them, I mean, this one at least has like some comedy to it, almost.
1: Yeah, but with all that said, there are some amazing moments in this movie. Like some of my favorite parts are. <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Young Johnny Depp, actually, his first movie. His death is great when he gets sucked into the bed and like spit back out.
2: That's one of the few things I remembered from the first time I watched it. Uh I remember it sticking with me. That, and then when um, when he licks her through the telephone. Oh yeah, like that stuck with me. I'm Uh, your boyfriend now. uh, Yeah. Oh man. So some really solid stuff. And you know, while I'm going through some of those parts, and I know you know a ton about you know, the filming of, of these sequences and stuff. So maybe you'll have the answer to this. Do you know how they filmed the bathtub scene? Because I was trying to think of, like, oh. from that perspective and, like, where the glove was, I was trying to think of how they would do that. But um, I didn't know if you knew anything about the setup of that.
1: I've actually, no, I have actually – no. I've never are – you, are you talking specifically just the arm and the glove? Yeah, so the arm, as the, the arm,
2: like, comes up from the bottom, sure. I was just trying to picture, like, how they would have – that set up to where they could have a camera down there, but also like have him like low enough that he could like, have the arm come straight sure. out, out of the bathtub. I,
1: I don't know, but I'm assuming if you just found a special tub or like build a bigger bathtub that could somebody could just kind of. Yeah, like lay like down, down and...
2: behind you or behind yeah. the camera and try. Yeah, I, I guess they I could film know. it. Yeah, I was just wondering if maybe, uh, you know, there was some special insight into that it. That is a thing. really cool shot, though. Yeah, that I mean, an iconic shot. I yeah, mean, that's, that's one of the cool stills, I think, from the movie uh-huh. is that scene. And again, just even where it goes, like when he pulls her down into the water and like yeah. all of a sudden it's like, you know, 10 times or, you know, uh, to the viewer, it's endless. You know, you're like, yeah. what is this? So a lot of like really cool fun things in this movie that i really liked
1: yeah um another well it's kind of a big negative for me the yeah. lead actress that plays nancy huh uh
2: not not so hot in her either.
1: i'm uh on a hot sauce scale she'd be yeah. at like a two <laughs> all right she's got a little bit of heat you know but yeah. just doesn't there's not enough kick there for me yeah doesn't put any sweat on my forehead you know nope. i hear you uh, um yeah, I don't know.
2: She is. She's a little bit of that Franklin, you know, going back to, to Texas Chainsaw, <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre. She's kind of this whiny character that you're like, like I get it, but at the same time, like I don't know. You're just you're not feeling her, and I think yeah. the juxtaposition of like, I, I don't know how you felt about um, Johnny Depp's character, but I, you know, obviously he's a great actor now. I think yeah. he was a great actor in this movie. Yeah. Um. So I may think maybe kind of that that Looking juxtaposition back, they of it.
1: gave him the lead. Yeah. That and would've... also the there's a quick interaction with Johnny Depp and his mom, like before she leaves his bedroom yeah. and goes to sleep. And I'm like, Oh, that was a nice little exchange there. Like it's, I'm... it's
2: funny you mention that because that's a very you know, a part that'd be easy to forget about or easy to skip over in a movie. I mean there's uh-huh. there's no significance to it necessarily. But I know exactly what you're talking about, and he's just like leaning back because he's uh, like watching TV, and she's like mm-hmm. saying, you know, oh, you know, you well, you know, are you going to bed soon? And he's oh yeah, I'm about to go to bed. Are you guys turning in soon? Like it's just such a nice, pure, you know, interaction. And
1: yeah, um, and yeah, whenever I watch it, I'm like, those should have been the the leads. Oh yeah, and drop the whole like alcoholic mom angle. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Um, Heather Langingcap, that's her name. I mean, no disrespect to her. You know, no, she does I mean, fine. She's not like offensively bad by no means, but yeah. I, I just think there could have been a better better casting there.
2: I think that's a good way to put it that she was fine for the role. I mean, sure. it wasn't it didn't it wasn't a huge turnoff for me. I don't mm-hmm. think as much as it sounds like you know it may have been for you. But I definitely agree that like if it was centered around Johnny Depp's character and his family that it could have been just a it, it could have been something else altogether.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, um, the classroom scene is done so well. I find it very creepy, where she falls asleep in class, obviously, yeah. and the guys like reading the poetry up front, and he starts like and slowing down, is, and yeah. she looks to her right and sees Tina in the body bag. Yep, that's really creepy. And then, and then she, she goes into the hall and she sees Tina her fucking when her arm flops back as she's being dragged off i just yep. find that really unsettling oh dude and um,
2: kind of like i was saying i can't imagine like i watch it now and i'm like oh that that's really creepy like they do that really well so i can't imagine watching it in, in 1984 yeah and being like i mean I, I think i would like lose my shit i'd be like that's insane <laughs> like this is a super scary movie <laughs> yeah um and and talking about that classroom scene um I forget if you had mentioned last time we talked, if you had ever watched um, Hereditary. Oh, but yeah. But there's um, yeah. there's that It kind of, it reminded me of that classroom scene, like where hey, he falls sure. asleep. Or not falls, actually does fall asleep in class. and then, Or he hits his head on the desk is what happens. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets up and has that whole freak out moment as well. And I just had that for a second, it flashed. Hey, you know, I've never rat, thought so. of that.
1: That's a good, uh, a good just, freaking out in a classroom yeah. moment. <laughs>
2: Something that it reminded me of. Um, But you asked what else I liked about that movie. And one of the things I really liked about it, but also almost didn't like, which is weird to say, is the ending. The ending is kind of bizarre. Yeah. You're like, it really throws you for a loop. And I guess, you know, there being all the other Freddy movies, I'm sure that it... Does it ever make sense? Or does it make more sense? Like as you get into the second one? The ending? Yeah.
1: What part specifically?
2: So just the fact. So like, you, you think that you know, that she finally won, right? She's like, sure. This is a dream. Yeah. You know, I can I have control over you and then uh you know he kind of does that whole thing or he he just disappears like, type yeah, of deal. It goes he into goes the through. mirror. She sure. opens the door and it's, a it's, it's like day. a whole yeah, it's a whole new it's it's a whole new world for her for right there. Yeah I and mean, it was nighttime all this stuff. All of a sudden she's like she's with her mom. You know it's daytime. Yeah. All of her friends are back. And you're kinda like, wait, so like did everything that happened previously like did she actually undo it? Like, is this a dream? Like, you know, what's going on? And then, you know, she's talking to the mom. She gets into the car, you know, with her friends. And then, you know, everything changes. The the car starts locking up. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she's trying to, you know, or the car takes off. And she's calling out to her mom, who then, um, you know, waves at her with the, doesn't she have, does she have the glove on? Am I making that up? I thought she had the glove on. I I don't think so. No, she doesn't
1: have the glove on. But yes, then Freddie... Pulls her.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. That's what it was. Yeah. Um. Well, which was actually a- which was insane too. Like how they were able to do that, where he just reaches through and, and like catapults her yeah. back through the door. Well,
1: it's like if you watch it again, it's. I think it's like an inflatable doll or something. Oh, ha- I mean, it has to. It be. looks yeah. So it looks pretty bad. Yeah. When you I-, I thought it was like unexpected. Like, it is not
2: expecting it. I thought it was.
1: It is unexpected and jarring. Yeah, I like it for that, but um. Yeah, it's a little silly. I yeah. Guess. Um, the my biggest gripe with the ending is when there's the skeleton on the bed, and then it lowers down, and a little fucking arm comes up as it's lowering. And yeah. I'm Like, oh, this. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> this is not good.
2: So, as someone who hasn't seen the other ones, like, where where like would the second one or where does the second one start? Is oh that, man. Like, does it? Is there any continuity? Or is it
1: um no it it pretty much starts a new story okay. um it follows a young man named Jesse and the sequel to this movie is rather infamous because oh, man, there's there's like a whole documentary about it but <laughs> it it's I don't, I don't want to say this to sound mean it's one of the gayest horror movies ever <laughs> like yeah. there's So many undertones Uh in that movie. And the lead actor is gay. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking bizarre. Like if you just watch a compilation of like all the scenes and Nightmare on Elm Street 2, it's like, wow.
2: Okay. So really, I mean, compared to the first one, like it's just if you were a big fan of the first one, especially at the time, and you're like, Oh, like the second one's coming out, you're all excited for it. Like it did not deliver on like what the what the target audience like would probably be expecting
1: uh no definitely not like it's it's generally not a a well Well
2: well-received movie
1: yeah um and again i'm not trying to sound like a you know yeah i I, or anything but i mean everybody laughs at the movie even the main actor like laughs at some of the shit that's in it um but yeah it's definitely a a different direction okay and there's a documentary about it Hmm. too it's called scream queen Okay, Uh, that follows the lead actor and uh, how that movie affected his life because it kind of ruined his career in a way. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Um.
2: So that's interesting. I ask because um, you know, for this assignment, I had to you know find all these movies, and I have a buddy who has a huge movie collection, and he let me borrow his um, he has the all four of them on DVD. So at home right now, I have you know uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one through four. I don't know what names they were, but.
1: Okay, so there's, there's four, five, and then you have New Nightmare, and then, Freddy versus Jason, then the remake. Okay, so, so I have
2: one through four at home, okay. and I was debating on whether I should continue down the line.
1: Um, personally, I've, I, I kind of enjoyed the third one better than this one.
2: Well, it kind of sounds like I need to watch the second one just to understand. Dude, <laughs> give it a watch,
1: man. It's, it's uh, I don't hate the movie by any means, yeah. and it does have a a a cult following yeah but just watch it
2: okay is all i'm saying yeah it's
1: it's interesting well
2: any movie that can have another movie made about that movie i mean yeah it deserves a watch and uh
1: yeah the documentary is really good too but i would yeah watch the second one and i really recommend the third one if you enjoyed this one okay um, a lot of people including myself enjoy the third one better than it's like the favorite one in the series yeah um but yeah uh anything else on a nightmare on elm street
2: i think we pretty much touched on most of the main points for me again i I just i really liked the character i really liked it it just felt the most horrific to me in Mm. the sense that like the the, i don't know a lot of the death sequences the the suspense and a lot of it it just kind of had it had a lot of the stuff that the other two movies had and just com- combined it for me. Okay. So I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it overall. Yeah. So
1: cool.
2: I'm, r- I'm really glad that you suggested these three movies. I'm glad that, you know, finally I can, when people are talking about them, you know, because <laughs> I mean, people do it. Obviously they're very sure? popular movies, so sure. I can finally understand, you know what, <laughs> what they're talking about. Sure. So.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, what other, let's see, have you seen scream?
2: I have not seen scream. Whoa, dude. I have not seen scream.
1: It's the same director, Wes Craven. Yep. Um, that, you know what? We could do this again. We could. Uh,
2: yeah, I was going to tell you, man, if there are, if you ever want to do uh, another horror and hot sauce, you know, combination. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. I'm already thinking up, you know, titles. Yeah, um, if you ever want to do it again, you know, just just give me three more movies and I'll, you know, I'll figure it out from there. Because, yeah. again, there's probably a lot that I haven't seen. There's, okay. or I, I know for a fact there's a lot that I haven't seen.
1: So, So is there anything I should expect, like, when I'm. Like is my stomach is Freddie gonna like <laughs> so, stab me in the gut with his
2: So I, I say that, but honestly with the, the level of heat that we had, you should be fine. We didn't have a ton of, of any of them. Um you should be fine. A lot of times, you know, as it's digesting, you know, I just you get a little bit of that warm feeling. Like you might, you know, you might have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you might be you might visit the bathroom tomorrow, but you're not gonna have anywhere near like what the bomb did. It's not anything oh like God. that. There's not gonna be any cramps. Uh, nothing like that. And most likely, again, there, there shouldn't really be anything from these sauces. Nothing was, like, that hot. That yeah, these were too.
1: all, like, you can handle yeah. all these if any- anybody that's listening wants to give some of these a shot.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like I said, so we did Pain 100%. We did Blazing Mustard from uh, Flashpoint Hot Sauces, and we did Super Soft
1: and, from, uh,
2: um, from Up All Night Gourmet Foods. And then what was your buddy's hot sauce?
1: Um... VHS, very hot sauce, a lunch meat and, well, lunch meat and tapes from the crypt. It says snack season and lunch meat presents. I'm assuming snack season. So, it says VH spicy VH spicy AF. So there you go. Yeah, this stuff was really good, man.
2: Yeah, and that that's another one. Like I would say, I'd, I'd put it on pretty much anything. I mean, yeah. that's a good a good flavorful sauce.
1: Hell yeah. Um all right well what does fat and spicy have coming up man fat and spicy so other than getting maced in the face if you hit a thousand subscribers everybody if you could please hop on youtube find fat and spicy hit subscribe and watch their videos i'm not saying this to kiss your ass they're they're a lot of fun to watch
2: i appreciate and that
1: it's it's a it's wholesome content it's you and your dad and your little nephew shows yep. up a lot and it's it's just fun to watch. It's, so, so here's the it's a thing. Good channel so, to follow.
2: I appreciate that. I, I, that's kind words. Um, here's what I'll say: is that even if you're not currently a hot sauce fan, you know yourself. Um, obviously, your audience likes watching people in pain. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. a part of horror. I mean, I, maybe that's not the main part, but sure. that is a big part of horror. So. That is something that my channel does focus on is that we, you know, there's a guarantee pretty much that every video we will be in pain for at least a good portion of it. So, if you like seeing people, you know, just try and, you know, try and uh, break through that, uh, that uh, pain threshold, then uh, come check out the channel.
1: What was the video you guys did with, like, the lollipops that you so, had to leave in your mouth? Yes. There you is guys a- look like you were... <laughs> I, I felt pain watching you. So, that that's that. a
2: really fun one. So, the, that's a challenge called the Toe of Satan Challenge. It's oh my God. It's a nine million Scoville lollipop that comes, you know, roughly in the shape of like a toe with like a, you know, long, pointy uh, toenail on it representing the toe of Satan. Yeah. And the challenge is, you know, it's obviously a very spicy lollipop. You're supposed to hold it in your mouth for five minutes straight. Um and, and that's that's the whole challenge. You just hold it in your mouth for 5 minutes straight and if you make it then you know you complete it, the challenge. So yeah. That that's a brutal one because a lot of excuse me, a lot of the challenges, you know, you can eat it, you know, you swallow it and the pain's going to or the the heat is going to linger but like you can start drinking water, you can start drinking milk. Right. This one like you had to sit there with the pain for 5 minutes straight and just keep trying to push through. So that was a really that was a unique challenge. There's not a lot of um you know, a lot of the challenges they make are like the one chip challenge or they make um, the, the nut challenges and yeah. stuff like that. Again, where it's all these these edible things. But this was a really unique one where it was a candy. So that, that was something that was kind of outside of what we normally do.
1: Yeah. Well, if you guys want to watch that video, it's <coughs> yeah, there's there's a it's lot up of, there. Yeah,
2: there's um, you know, we do once a week and then on the fat and spicy Instagram, we do a lot of um. Uh, just hot sauce reviews and stuff like that. We have a lot of um, companies that send us hot sauce now for reviews. Mm-hmm. And so we have – so when you ask like what to expect, we have a ton of hot sauces that we still need to review for uh, companies. And then um, as well as a lot of uh, really spicy ones coming up too. Uh, uh, this website, snobfoods.com, reached out and sent us um, like a care package. And they asked what we wanted. And I said, well, you know, we want good content. So you send your most brutal Sauces, yeah. So they, they did that. Our last uh release, which was actually last night, was um, the bomb, uh, another version of the bomb, which is called the final answer. The one you I had, watched that one, yeah, yeah. So the one you had was uh, beyond insanity, yeah. So the final answer comes in at 100 or I'm sorry, comes in at 1.5 million Scoville of pepper extract. And uh-huh. I'll tell you what, that was a whole different world. That one, yeah. burned a Oof. lot Oof. <laughs> so yeah there's what you can expect on the channel is just a lot of pain a lot of suffering but a lot of good laughs so
1: yeah there you go yeah hey if we do this again i'm just gonna say fuck it just bring the bomb over well, we'll, hey there you go I'll we'll give it another I'll, shot
2: yeah I'll, I'll bring um trust me we have a whole uh case full of sauces to go through so anytime you want to do this you know, i'll i'll watch <laughs> some right. movies and i'll put some
1: sauces together Cool, sounds good, man. Uh so yeah, follow them on YouTube, on Instagram. Um all right. Well, I will uh catch you guys later, Dakota. Thanks for coming on, man. Really Thanks appreciate for it. Me. Appreciate Absolutely. It. All right, everybody. See ya. See ya.